We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beach for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now, we're continuing with our Calling All Dreamers contestants. We got another finalist in the building. We got we got Regan. We got Matt. What's your chef's name? Riley. We got Riley <laughs> from Jazz, the Jazzy Bird. What up, guys? What's up? Man. Glad to be here. All right, all right. Well, thanks for, uh, you know, a few minutes that we're going to be on here and coming through. Um, so let's get right into it. You know, Jazzy Bird, um, you know, where did it come from? Where did you guys come from? Where did the concept come from? So let's get it started. Riley, you can hop in any moment here, man. Right. There you I'm go. Right here, yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Jazzy Bird. The Jazzy Bird is um, my dream. I've been dreaming about it for over 10 years now. Uh, I came. I was born in D.C., raised right outside of D.C. in Silver Spring, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And over there, um, jazz is big, first and foremost. Um, I would, I'm a jazz musician myself. I don't okay. know if you can see the saxophone in the background. I see it. But um, you're sitting on top of our piano, too. I'm not sitting on the piano. I'm sitting <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're sitting on the piano right now. <laughs> yeah, growing up, I was into jazz and um, Peruvian rotisserie chicken on it's on every corner in D.C. And, you know, they got a mom and pop shop selling pollo a la brasa. And there was one right by my high school. I would go to lunch over there and get it, like, once a week. And I came out here to SAC, and there's nothing. You know, the closest thing is um, – Limon in San Francisco, they're a chain. They do like, they have five restaurants, I believe, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So that's where I go and get my fix. And um, so I decided to follow my dream and take the leap. You know, I was working service service industry. I worked at Jack's Urban Eats for a while, uh, managing a couple of those restaurants. And then I worked uh, alongside the Kings um, in their food and beverage program. And um then I went out to Cash Creek for a couple of years and then Hard Rock for a couple of months and then decided to do my own thing and couldn't be happier. So here we are trying to incorporate jazz and Peruvian chicken. So what's your time. background, though? Like, are you front of the house, back of the house, food and beverage? What what, what are you? I'm, I manage mostly, but okay. you know, I do everything from running, you know, washing dishes to cleaning up at the end of the day and managing. And um, so, yeah, I've done it all. You know, I've been a server um i've cooked worked on a food truck managed bartenders servers bussers all that okay so you're a manager yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay all right riley how you doing buddy all right. good how you doing all right so tell me a little bit about yourself like where you come from how you got into the jazzy bird and uh you know just just yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah, well, um, um, I'm the head chef of the Jazzy Bird. I um, My family is from Peru, my mother. And so that's where my interest in Peruvian food came from. It's what I ate growing up, but I never really had it around me. When I grew up in um, Elk Grove in Sacramento, mm-hmm. there's a couple spots, but it wasn't up to my, like, my abuelita's food, you know? Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the same. I was like, and then um nobody's is man no and then um and i've you know worked at odd restaurants and stuff and i bartended for six years six seven years 
But uh, during COVID, I think a lot of us started thinking about what we really wanted to do with our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I think it's the same with Matt is looking for this, um, for our passion and starting something that had to do with that, which mine was Peruvian food. His was Pollo um, La Brasa. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we met, actually. He hired me on to a food truck where we were doing that. And that's where we started. And then um, we decided later on to uh, do the Jazzy Bird. Okay. So, yeah. Reagan, how you doing, Mama? Hi, I'm good. <laughs> let's, let's hear your story. Ooh. <laughs> where where to begin? start and where to end. <laughs> well, um, well, we only got about 30 minutes here, so. <laughs> got it, got it. All right. Um, I grew up in Northern California um, in my family's businesses. So my grandfather was the governor of um, Best Western Hotels for the Northwest region, and my father worked for him. So I grew up in the offices of their hotels and restaurants and things like that. So family business is just kind of like in our blood, in mm-hmm. our nature. And um, a restaurant was always kind of my passion. I went into restaurants working my way through college, just kind of paying for college. And I moved up to bartending and I actually um, took a trip to South America, just a volunteer trip to work at some orphanages and animal refuges and fell in love with South America. And I got offered a job there and moved back down to consult for a few years. And uh, it's a good thing I moved back. Otherwise I wouldn't have met this guy, but I almost stayed. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) So much in love. Um, So you guys met here in SAC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I applied for a job at Ella where she was the bar director and she denied me. I was like, I just want to be a bar back. I said, like, I don't have, no. no. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry. I, I got denied too from Ella. You're not, you're not alone. But yeah. 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 Going. <laughs> yeah I, I went into consulting and that kind of became my career and then moved to Sacramento and um, was working for the Sullen family for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're an amazing family. It was really wonderful working for them and kind of just saw um, a continuation of what I had grown up in, in a different scale in the restaurant scheme here in, in Sacramento. And mm-hmm. when we talked about opening the Jazzy Bird, it just was perfect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, the the calling all dreamers contest. Why did you guys apply? Were you guys already thinking about doing it before? Because there was a year that you know there was no calling all dreamers, and then this year came along. You know, like you guys are in the top seven right now. There, I you know, like there were so many applications. Like when they put, I, I was just telling somebody, they put about 25 of you guys on the table. There was still about 50 behind them. And then there was more somewhere in like a box somewhere. So, <laughs> you know, like you guys, you guys must be killing it. You know, like you guys, you know, you showed something where you're in the top seven of, I don't know how many had to be over a hundred applicants. So why did you do calling all dreamers? What, what are your visions going forward? Where are you? I know you're in downtown, but where are you looking in downtown to put the jazzy bird? So let's start with why calling all dreamers contest. Well, um, 
Reagan found it online. I don't know if you were looking on Facebook or something, but she's Instagram and she brought it to our attention and I was, we were all about it. You know, I'm, I'm a dreamer. So (laughs) I've got all these high, high dreams of uh, grandeur and everything. And she's more realist, you know, with the numbers and everything, but it's like, let's do it. We got to do it. So we put together a video and um, Mm -hmm. we're hoping to get a spot in downtown anywhere that fits the bill there's a there's a couple of places off of jazz alley so that would be fitting right on k street like ninth and k mm-hmm. um so we're still looking around and we've been told all the good spots if they're good they're only going to be up there for three or four days before someone nabs them so we're looking for you know maybe like a three thousand square foot where we can sell chicken it's kind of like to reincarnate what i used to go to over in maryland it's called pollo, pollo el pollo rico and they have a line out the door. You know, if there's a storm coming in, people line up for hours just to get their chicken because they know they're going to be closed the next day. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the chicken is just phenomenal. You got to try it sometime. But um, I'm hoping to have one of those, a place where someone can go all walks of life, blue collar, white collar, come in and get chicken. Mm-hmm. Everyone's the same. And uh, eventually I want to open up a jazz lounge to complement that as well. I don't know if it's going to be feasible the first couple months, um, or on my first spot, but I'd like to branch out and have a place where musicians can come hang their coat, jam, you know, and go enjoy a nice glass of wine or glass of beer and some good chicken and meet some, some good people. Well, you know, like if you're going into the brick and mortar spaces, make sure you have enough space to do that. You don't have yeah. to do it the first day, but right. you know, if that's on your business plan, if that's what you want to do, man, you got to do it. Because if you just go in there and it's just the chicken, you're always going to feel like there's something missing. So, you know, whatever you got on your business plan, it might not be the first day when you guys open, but just make sure it's always there. It's always something in the back of your mind. And don't, like we said, you're a dreamer. I'm a dreamer too. And, you know, like my dream was to have, you know, the food truck, turn it into a brick and mortar where people could just come up and have counter service. And then I had another one where I wanted to be family friendly and, you know, like, and that's what I did. And now I could pick and choose like, okay, you know, this is cool, but it's not really how to scale this business. You get what I'm saying? So don't, you know, like just get a building where you're like, okay, cool. Just visualize it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just one of those things where, don't the business plan is, you know, you're not going to go buy every single line because we all been in restaurants. We've all know that shit changes every goddamn day. You know what I mean? So, you know, just, just follow that business plan, but don't just follow it to a T. If you say, Hey, this building right here, I could put, you know, my, my saxophone, I could put a piano over here. And I, I'm thinking like, you know, what Mark, Marcus Samuelson is doing in Harlem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that could be the jazzy bird and sack and that right. could be scaled. And you could go to Modesto be like, Oh, cool. This is a nice spot. I could drop a jazzy bird here because yeah. are you guys trying to scale this thing? Or are you guys just like, okay, we just going to stay in sack. No, we're going to scale. Yeah, we want it to spread. It's not just one location. And we want to be sure that we focus on all aspects too. Like we don't want to focus so much on the music that we forget about the chicken and the mm-hmm. food supper. We don't want to focus so much on the food that we forget about the music. It's going to be an all, all encompassing, just hot spot. People want to come and visit and hang out for a while. 
but you guys have three people too, which is which yeah. is already great. There's some people in here with one person, but right. you know when you guys are working as a team, and that's what I want to talk about. How are you guys breaking up the different, you know, aspects of your business? Like we know we got a chef, we know we got a manager, we know we got the books, but how are, are you guys equal partners in this? Like how are we separating the job duties? Who's working on the business plan? Are you guys all working on the business plans? I know the chef has his numbers in place, the recipes, but how are we dividing everything up as three you know, entrepreneurs trying to be in one business. Right. Um, As it's set up, um, Matt's kind of the, the dreamer, crafter, <laughs> pollero. Yeah, I cook the birds. He cooks the birds. I make the, bird some, uh, I make the ahi amarillo sauce, which is the yellow <laughs> sauce. Riley makes the green sauce. And I do the, most of the, the, pretty much all the other menu items. Um, and I'm just drawing from my experience improving cuisine, trying to keep it on you know, on brand. Okay. And then, uh, and then, uh, Reagan does all the numbers, the numbers and the kids at home. She's, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'm, I'm largely, um, mama bird at home. And then when I can, I, I do all the numbers and the computer stuff, all the Excel fun stuff, business plan, um, writing, all that kind of stuff is my, my thing. So she's the boss. She is. (laughs) As she should be. Right. He puts us in our place when we're going, you know, outside of numbers. Yeah, I, I might need you on my team, Reagan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what? All right, um, Riley. What yeah. are these other dishes? Because we got the rotisserie chicken. Oh, yeah. What are we serving? What are those authentic Peruvian dishes that you're bringing to the table? Because I'm getting a so little hungry. The- Oh yeah. So one of the first things we brought was, um, we found a way to, we cook all the birds. We sell some of them. We might have some left over, we, you know, pick them apart. And then we make a dish called ají de gallina. It is a, a traditional Peruvian dish. It's like our version of a uh, comfort food with Break it's, it down, uh, it's, man. It's spicy, um, creamy pulled chicken served over usually potatoes with sides of rice. And, um, since you're the chef, it has, has ají amarillo peppers mm-hmm. and garlic, oregano, cumin. It's just a really hearty, um, happy dish. Okay. And then um, outside of that, we have um, skewers. We do it's called anticuchos, which is Peruvian street food skewers. And then we get, um, we do that with uh, sirloin and um, shrimp. Um, traditionally, it's with a uh, cow heart, but uh, that's a harder sell. In uh, Sacramento, <laughs> one day I'll bring it. Once, once we have a storefront, we can, I could like have that on yeah. as an option. You always gotta play around, that. man. Oh, always yeah. play around. You know, it's like, yeah, but yeah. And then it's like, yeah. And I grew up eating like you know stir fried gizzards and stuff, but like that, you know, that's not gonna fly everywhere. Yeah. Soon though, once people like believe in us and like trust us with the food. Yeah. Oh yeah, you that's, know, that's like when the gizzards and heart come. <laughs> we'll start selling guinea pig too once people oh, trust. Oh, them. Kui? Yeah, I know, I know a kui farmer, a guinea pig farmer that's uh, out in woodland, so you can always source it from her. And then Here we go. Yeah, so some kui. Yeah. Go knocking on doors. He's you guys, yeah. chefing over and there. Then, uh, he out in woodland then, with course, the guinea uh, pigs. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, of course, ceviche, a Peruvian okay. ceviche, and with uh, Peruvian corn, large corn. And that's really, that's really killer. And that's, we've been selling a lot of that lately too. Although I think, yeah. The fried rice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fried rice. And empanadas. Yeah. 
So yeah, I make them as quickly as I can, but they um, sell as soon as I make them and they're pretty time consuming. So yeah. And yeah. and then I put the Ahiga and empanadas as well as a few other things, but yeah, let's get everything sells. Mm-hmm. So how, I, I didn't even, how did you, how did you guys and Riley meet Matt, Matt and Reagan? I was working um, with Airfun on at, uh, at Pollo Inferno. Shout out Airfun over at Pollo uh, Inferno. Absolutely, and uh, I was kind of taking the manager position there, and we were uh, looking for help, as was everyone during COVID. And um, I put out an ad on Craigslist, and I hired Riley on. I saw he had a nice resume, and he's Peruvian, and he was passionate, and we brought him on, and he did a really good job, and so. That's where we met. We were working on the uh, Pollo Inferno food truck together for a couple months. And so, um, and then I left because uh, we were having a baby and I needed to be home for a couple months. And then when I decided to come back to work, um, wanted to do it at our pace and, you know, pursue my dream because there's only so much room for growth on a one food truck. So mm-hmm. decided to branch out and do my, uh, do the Jazzy Bird. And I brought Riley on and you know the rest is the rest is history to be made and yeah that's awesome. and i was work yeah and i also left and i was working at taylor's uh kitchen in mm-hmm. that time but we were in constant communication okay yeah as we worked on our business ideas yeah that's awesome yeah you know you, you never know who's gonna walk on your food truck you know <laughs> yeah. what, oh man so how do you think that jazz you know is gonna take off in Sacramento. Like I know, you know, you're going to start with the food first and then what kind of um, jazz influence is around Sacramento and how are you going to bring those people into your restaurant? Are you going to be doing the jazz yourself? Are you going to be outsourcing, finding local jazz musicians? Like how is this going to happen because we already know the food's bomb, but how are you going to get those people in the building at the Jazzy Bird for the jazz as well as the food? Absolutely. Well, I kind of see it as like the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. There's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of talented people in the Sacramento area. Um, I've got a bunch of really close friends out in D.C., New York, um, L.A., San Francisco, and I got my buddy Elijah Jamal Balbed. Shout out to him. I'm sure he'll hear this. But um, once we get up and running, I'm going to fly him out here, and he'll be our resident uh, jazz musician for a month or two until we get off the ground. He's going to bring people in from San Francisco, and he's pretty big. So um, he comes out and plays here in San Francisco from time to time. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we're playing. He's playing. Where is he from originally? He's from DC. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's where I was born and raised. And we were the same skill level in middle school. We took from the same teacher. And then once we hit um, in high school and then he just kind of took off. And actually I, I let him use this saxophone for five years. I was like, you know, you know what? You got this under control. I'm going to let you hold on to this for a while. And he's just, he's amazing. He gives me goosebumps every time I, I hear him play. It's just phenomenal he does this uh, he's got a band called the jogo project which is a which is a mix between jazz and go-go i don't know if you've ever heard of go-go music i know go-go music yes you do yes that's a dc stuff yeah so he has that and he actually played in uh chuck brown's band for the last five years of his life the godfather of go-go mm-hmm. so he's, uh, he's very connected in the dmv area i'm gonna bring him out here and let him do his thing and you know attract more musicians of his caliber and 
I'll be playing a little bit, but I'm not, I'm not nearly as good as him. Hey, since you got the piano in front of you, why don't you hit a couple keys for me? Let me see what you got. I thought you might. you <laughs> i love it man that was awesome all right so you're the real deal um calling all dreamers what do you guys because um the package is worth over a hundred thousand dollars but as um people some people don't know you're not getting a hundred thousand dollars in cash right you know you're getting about 10 uh i think ten thousand. And we all know we've all been in restaurants that goes really fast. So how, <laughs> what are you guys going to use this prize package for if you do win? Um, opening our doors. Yeah. We're gonna okay. Open our doors and you know, paying rent for the first couple months. And we're probably going to have to get a loan on top of it. But I know the prize package includes um, like lawyer services, marketing, construction build out, interior design, mm-hmm. marketing, all things we have. We have our little toes dipped in just tiny, tiny bits in all those areas and are not professionals yeah. by any means. Yes. Of them. So it's really, really will be helpful to have some assistance in all those areas. With the, um, with the rotisseries, are you guys using like wood or is it like more of an electric one? Like what kind of rotisserie is it? Because I've worked in, you know, with a couple kinds of rotisseries. Some you could just sit, you know, like I had it sitting out, you know, in the dining room and just had it going. I didn't need a hood. Um, are you guys using wood or charcoal? Maybe this is for you, Riley. Um, what? Mesquite. Mesquite. Mesquite yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we have a, uh, he, uh, Matt, one of the first things he got was the, uh, the rotisserie oven. It was imported from Peru. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it could fit how many, Matt? Like, uh, 24, 25, yeah, 24. Yeah. And how many of those are you guys going to have going? Uh, we're going to have uh, hopefully all of them. one for now, but, um, you know, as, as it keeps going, we're, we're going to need like two or three, but, you know, we'll see what the demand is for it. And we're going to keep up with the demand. Um, mm-hmm find a good chicken supplier but i anticipate on going through at least 50 birds a day if not more i don't know you probably know a lot more about how many birds you go through in a busy restaurant so i go through a ton of chicken a week yeah <laughs> two thousand pounds yeah we might have to <laughs> start raising some chickens what's that we might have to start raising some chickens how you know like that that's kind of on my mind right now you know, we could tag yeah, team supply. that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, supply, supply supply has been weird lately too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very weird. It's um, it's hard to find wings. Like we do whole wings and mm-hmm. it's the hardest thing to find right now. There are whole wings. You can get party wings, but I don't want to start changing my menu. I, I stuck with one thing and I do it really well. And, you know, but if, if I have to, you know, drive to Oakland, like I had to do yesterday to grab wings for the week, I got to do it, you know? So, um, so 
what is the hardest thing that you guys have came, you know, that's happened during this whole thing? You know, you got the score mentor, you have, you know, you have the board, uh, you got Tanya over there probably putting stuff in your ear. Um, what is, what are some of the hardest obstacles that you've had so far? Because you guys, you guys haven't, you know, been partners this long. Is it still the honeymoon stage or are you guys like, you know, hey, this needs to be this way? You know, how is that dynamic working between you three? Pretty good. Um, Pretty good, yeah. I mean, there's certain things, you know, like me um, being used to certain ways in the, in the kitchen. I'll like tell Matt, like, "Hey, your mise is all messed up," <laughs> and then and I'll like rearrange it. Like, it needs to be like this. Yeah, you, you, you know, uh-huh. you know that, that kind of thing. But uh, he understands. He gets it, and um, we help each other out like really well. And like we, we we're there to make each other better, mm-hmm. make the product better. More of an opener, and he's a closer, like. Yeah. I'm really good at getting things started and getting things ready, getting things prepped. But at the end of the night, it's like the most crucial part. You got to close, you got to clean things up. And I kind of like drag my feet a little bit, but Riley's there. <laughs> it's like, go, 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 go. Yeah. It's just need things to do. Um, that and, you know, it's just the constant grind. You know, it's just consistent. There's really no break, even on a day off, mm-hmm. there's no day off, you know, whether I got to go in and brine chicken for a couple hours or, wash dishes or Riley's making empanadas and, you know, Reagan's yeah. doing paperwork and changing diapers. I change a lot of diapers. A lot of diapers. <laughs> a lot of poop. A lot <laughs> of poop. Too, we keep them separate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it is not on the line changing diapers. Good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, where are you guys serving your food at right now? Cause are, do you, are you guys doing pop-ups? Like how are you guys getting your food out there? Um, what, what part of town are you in? Um, we do pop-ups. We do a lot of pop-ups. We've been going down to Vacaville. Um, we're doing twice a week now and we serve uh, outside of a prison, the staff mm-hmm. of the prison. They come out there and, you know, we started off pretty low numbers, but we've tripled our numbers since we started there. And every we're there for two and a half, three hours. We sell it every time. And everyone loves our chicken. Whenever we don't bring the chicken, they're like, where's the chicken? Or we don't bring ceviche. We want ceviche. And so, Mm-hmm. that and then um we just moved to a commercial kitchen right by costco arden called fantastic kitchen shout mm-hmm. out to eddie mm-hmm. um, it's state-of-the-art you know they have rationale ovens you know we before we were making our empanadas and it would take us like an hour to make 60 but now we can make 120 empanadas in 15 minutes we'll nice. bake them. Mm-hmm. You know, Riley still has to make them by hand and we can't speed that up mm-hmm. um so we're doing a friday lunch there Every Friday from 11 to 2 p.m., um, 211 Lathrop Way, Unit M. And uh, once the Fridays get popping and, you know, we start selling out, we'll open up a Wednesday and then a Monday. And we're, we're trying to make that a consistent lunch spot. Okay. Outside of that, um, Vacaville, our Friday. At ease. At ease has been really it's good. Thursday. That's like our second home. We do trivia night there on Thursday. And then we've been doing every other Saturday as well. Um, Track seven to Thomas. We've been there. Two Rivers Cider. We go there sometimes. Um, we do a lot of catering. We're looking to get more into catering as the weather kind of goes down. That way, you know, we can anticipate what kind of numbers we're going to do and when. So that's the goal for the winter season is to get more to win this competition and get more catering. Yeah, definitely. You can see where we're at yeah. online. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely get on that right now. You know, like mid October, it's almost too late for the holiday catering, but you know, like this, this hammer it right now and you guys get it. Um, so, uh, you guys ready for some top fives? I, I feel like Matt responded to this because it's, it's more <laughs> responded to the email because it's more jazz orientated for this top five. So, uh, Matt, I need your top five. Uh, jazz musicians, dead or alive? And I think you already said one. Um, Cannonball Adderley is my favorite. He's an alto saxophone player from the 20s or 30s. Um, I like Cannonball Adderley. I got to say Elijah Jamal Balbed. He's a local local dude for me. Um, I don't really just like jazz. I mean, jazz, everything came from jazz, but I'm a huge, um, branching off from jazz, I'm a big... Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, Beatles, I like Biggie, I like uh, Jay-Z, Eminem is my number one. All so right. I had to do it. Um, that's where I draw my inspiration from. <laughs> but yeah, those are the, uh, you know, I like, I like a lot of stuff. All right. As far as, there's a breadth. There's yeah. a wide breadth. <laughs> not, not too much country. Not big on country, but outside of that, I listen to pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm kinda the same way. You know, some people will be like, Oh man, you really listening to this? Like, yeah, you know, like you just can't listen to hip hop all day, you know. <laughs> Get you in some kind of mood. Yeah. Um top five chicken spots in Sacramento. You can't say Nash and Proper because we already know we uh, we we number one. <laughs> shout out to, uh, South. South. Yeah. All right, yeah. My 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 first guest on here. Soul fix oh, yeah. is good. Um mm-hmm. I can't say over there, Bach. Bach, yeah. Yeah, shout out Bach. Nash and Proper is good. I can't not say Nash and Proper. (laughs) Yeah. I I was actually really obsessed with you guys when you first came out, and I was, like, trying to find you. Like, oh, you guys were sitting up outside a B-side, and Mm -hmm. I miss you. And so it was, like, a constant hunt for Nash and Proper. But now we're in uh, Plumas Lake now. You guys come out to Plumas Lake every now and then. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tuesdays and Saturdays out of Plumas Lake. Shout out. Yeah. If you've never had the fried chicken at Ella, it's definitely oh, worth yeah. the trip. It's yeah. really good. They have really okay. good too. Yeah, yeah right. My, my next door neighbors down there. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we're at the end of the show. Um, we go ahead. Already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, we we can keep going. You know. <laughs> we might have a diaper to change. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so this is the coming in hot segment. Um, this is anything that's on your mind. We're going to have three coming in hots because um, we got three guests. So this could be political. It could be funny. It could be just something on your mind. It could be about diapers. It could be about anything. So the Jazzy Bird, Matt, Reagan, Riley, it is time to come in hot. We start mm-hmm. with you, Matt. What's on my mind? A lot. Let's see. Well, we have a new baby coming in April. Around April 20th, we'll have a new baby girl. Congratulations. We just found out it's a girl. We just found out a couple days ago. So our family is ever growing. Um, Yeah, we're just excited to be here in Sacramento. It's a a wonderful time to be here. Um, We're excited to win this competition and bring people together and – bring some good music and, you know, really, really make something of ourselves. All right. 
All right. Competition's hot. That's true. We have some really good competition. Yeah. And we're we're really proud to be amongst the running and this this group of people, a lot of talented individuals and talented groups. And um, it's really fun to see, to kind of develop this community of inspired individuals and businesses, entrepreneurs. It's definitely um, uh, going to be a tight race. You know, like, um, you know, being in that room, like, I don't know who, like, you guys are all like, you know, throwing haymakers right now, man. You guys are killing it. Um, you know, like, I all I'll say is, you know, the score you guys get together and you guys like go Matt, go out there. Like, you know, you guys are a a band, you know, like everybody has to play their part. Everybody has to know everything that's going on. So Reagan, you know, tell them about the numbers, tell them like, because they're going to be like, okay, Reagan, I want Riley to tell me, you know what I mean? So be ready for that kind of stuff. Because they want all three of you guys to know exactly what goes on in every aspect of the Jazzy Bird. You know, I was, I was, I was Reagan, you know, like I knew all the numbers, but then they were like, Hey, Jake, tell me about this. And we didn't go over it. So I'm just telling you guys, that's just my little bit of advice for the score. Cause it's hard. It's going to be the hardest thing to this people, this, picking you apart, you know, like and they're going to find a way to do it. Even if you say this is buttoned up, they're going to find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry for going on a little tangent, but I, I needed to tell you guys that. Uh, Riley, go ahead and come in hot, buddy. Well, I'll take it a different direction then. Um, shall I, the, my way of relaxing at the end of the night and after the end of work is reading in bed. Okay. And I get most of my books down at a uh, beers book in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So beers books, uh, shout out to them. Uh, if you want to get a, they're, they're great, uh, employees that if you ask them, they'll recommend you something exactly what you want. And they have good selection. They'll special order books for you. So yeah, supporting local businesses also. Um, so yeah, shout out to beers books. Yeah. Shout out. All right. Um, before we get going, um, the flavors are your chicken again, Matt. Yeah. The flavors what's in it. Yeah. What are the flavors? Is it just one flavor? Or can you mix and match? Like, what do we got going on there? It's one flavor. I'll let, uh, Riley explain to you that. Okay. He's, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Riley. Oh, yeah. The flavors in the chicken. Um, well, some of the main flavors that you're going to be getting is cumin and oregano. Um, and then you, of course we have garlic and then we braise it too to penetrate the, uh, that the, the brine. chicken through all brine fat. Yeah. Brine it, uh, it's good all the way through. Um, and then we also use soy sauce, which is with an ingredient that was brought over, but from, uh, Asian immigrants to Peru. And so that's, and then what else do we got in there? Got a little beer, got a little wine. Beer. Oh yeah. Beer and wine. Garlic. Traditionally, uh, traditionally using a dark beer Some in the marinade in Peru. Yeah. Just sending all those notes. It's very it all, good. It all comes together in the rotisserie. When you got 24 birds dripping on each other, you got the fat dripping down on the coals, smoking out the whole neighborhood. It's a thing of beauty. If you haven't seen it or smelled it. Check out our Instagram. There's a little clip. Yeah. Check out our Instagram at the Jazzy Bird. There's plenty of chicken photos and videos on there. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> really good. Yeah, so uh <laughs> man, it sounds delicious. One more thing about when you walk into those rooms with your pitch, 
Bring some Jazzy Bird with you. Oh, don't be will. don't be Nash and Proper where you just got posters and uh, yeah. pictures of food. Yeah, how many? What people- chicken looks like? I got yeah. yeah, I got roasted. I got I, <laughs> it was bad. It, it was bad in the score for me. But, but uh, how many people we have to feed? Uh, you got to talk to Tanya. I, I have no idea. I think we had about ten to twelve people. Um, okay. you know. But uh, yeah, just just a few things that you know I, I like to tell mm-hmm. you guys, just so you know the mistakes that I made. Um, you know, luckily I fixed them because we we ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Um, so go ahead and plug you know your socials, your website, where where people can find you. Absolutely, on Instagram we are at the Jazzy Bird, spelled out the correct way: T H E J J A Z Z Y B I R D. On Facebook is at the Jazzy Bird Sack, and our website is www.thejazzybird.com. And you can find all of our information on the website, phone number, uh, catering requests. You can order online for our Friday pop-ups there at thejazzybird.com. And uh, I think I covered everything. Yeah. You yeah. sure, Reagan? You got everything? Yep. Look for the bird. <laughs> we got a bird. We got look, a bird. Look for the bird. All right, so thank you guys so much for coming through to Coming In Hot. Really appreciate you guys. The best of luck. I will see you guys in your final pitch. Um, So, you know, butting it up for that score. I know it's in a couple weeks here. So, yeah, just (laughs) I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. It's it's hard. It's hard. All right. Thank you. Yeah, so. the advice. Yes. So if you want some of those delicious mouth-watering chicken sandwiches, www.nashandproper.com. You can holler at us at Nash and Proper on all social media and at nashandproper.eg. You can holler directly at me at Chef Cease. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast to Coming In Hot. I'll see you next week. Love you. Peace. Later. Thank you, Chef.